Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. Welcome to episode four of Dying for Life. My name is Neve, and in this episode, I chat to Dominica Kearns, also known as Skin Spirit by Dominica, who describes herself as a light worker. Dominica takes us through how she went from being a full-time beauty therapist to harnessing her psychic abilities through Reiki. She now offers Reiki healing and psychic medium readings to her clients as healing tools. In this episode, we get into the science behind the energy in our bodies and how we can harness that for our own success in life, even for all you skeptics out there. Welcome to Dying for Life. Start living. So, hi Dominica. Hi Nate. Welcome. Um, thanks so much for coming in. Oh, thanks for having us. So for anybody who doesn't know who Dominica is, would you just give me a bit of a background to who you are? Um, maybe a little bit about what you were doing initially and how Skin Spirit came about. So um, how it started off, I am a beauty therapist. Um and I had a business. My first business was called Medita Beauty Lounge. Um, so I opened it in 2018. Um, and then I had two business partners. And during um, the first lockdown, I realised that it was no longer um, suitable for me. Um, so I decided then to go fully out on my own in July of um, 2020. So when it started, it wasn't um, it wasn't known as Skin Spirit. I had just left the business and I just kind of wanted to get myself known. So I just, I called it Dominica's Beauty Room and I was still doing and beauty. And it was still just beauty full yeah, time. Yeah, it was still beauty um, full time. Um, but I suppose in 2017, I'll, I'll bring you back to how I got to where I am now. So in 2017, before I opened my business, I was working as a beauty therapist and I just real I was just thinking there's there's definitely more more to life. There's there's more than like this partying and like this feeling miserable all the time. And the job that I was working in, there was a girl that a woman that done Reiki. And I had heard about Reiki over the years, but I knew it was an energy healing treatment, didn't know how it actually worked. So I went to this girl, um, sorry, this woman in my job. I had one session off her and it was lovely. It was really, really nice. Um, and then I was talking to my friend's sister and she was saying that um, her friend that she went to school with um, done Reiki. So I went to the girl, um, her name is Kelly um, and she is who properly introduced me to Reiki. And did you... Like, did you feel anything at that stage from your Reiki sessions that there might be something more to to you to like, I'm talking about the mediumship side of things, maybe? Um, not necessarily then. Um, kind of the first few few sessions that I got with her, um, they were very, they were lovely. They were real nice and gentle and they were so lovely. Like I'd feel great after them. Um, but over the time that I was going to Kelly, I realised I actually had anxiety. Okay. Yeah, I didn't 
I just, I was going around with anxiety and, and didn't realise until I was getting the Reiki sessions and was realising I wasn't actually feeling like this. Um, so what, one of the things, this was even before I opened the business, one of the things, because Kelly is a medium as well. So she'd be passing me on messages, you know, after the Reiki sessions. And like there was nothing to do with like what I do now really coming through. Um, but she said to me, they're like, your angels and guides are telling you to meditate. I was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> like, and you weren't into meditation or into anything? No, stage? not at that stage. I was like, yeah. Um, but then I opened the business and like maybe you know how stressful businesses can yeah. be. And did you meditate? I started. So <laughs> I think it was like I opened in September and then in November I um I was like, oh my God, I have to just try this meditation. I was getting too much, like my life was getting too much on top of me, like my thoughts, because I'd be very much like in my mind and like very hard on myself. So I was like, I'm going to start this meditating, what I was told to do. <laughs> so when I was meditating, I I felt energy around me. I didn't know what I was feeling. I thought that was very just normal. normal. Yeah, I just thought that was very normal. Um, and then I was continuing every month I went to Kelly because I really needed Reiki. I needed it to, I just found like it improved my life and me so much. And as I was going to Kelly, I was like, this is like crazy. Like this is mental. Like how does this even work? So I suppose it was probably the the year after I was like, I'm going to do Reiki. But I was never, it was never Reiki for like doing it as a service or doing it as a career. It was like Just a, a practice. It wasn't even that. I was just like so obsessed. I was like, this is like so interesting. I want to know like more about this. But I didn't want to, I suppose I didn't want to do it as a treatment because I was like, I give too much of me to other people. So I want this for myself. Like this is just for me. Yeah. And then in 2019, I done my um, Reiki level one. Explain to me a little bit before we get into yeah. that, what exactly Reiki is for people who might not know. Okay, so Re uh, Reiki comes from Japan and it's an energy healing treatment. So everything um, is made up of energy and that has been proven by um, quantum physics. Okay, so um, we have an energy body which is known as our aura. So when you are having a Reiki treatment done, um, the practitioner, so if you come to me, I'd be the practitioner. I channel like the universal energy that you need. So you'd be lying on a bed. I'd be just placing my hands over you and I'm channeling the universal energy in through me, out through my palms. And um, with Reiki, it works on um, yeah, the energy body and there's seven main chakras that we work with. So you, and chakras are known as like um, the energy center. So if any of them are blocked, it can cause, it um, doesn't allow the flow of energy, of universal energy down through your body. Um, so if they are blocked, they can cause like stress, anxiety, they can come out on physical things like so illnesses. Um, so the over the point of Reiki is like to improve the universal flow of energy through your body so that you can like um, improve your overall well-being. So when somebody actually has um, a Reiki session done, a lot of people do be like uh, questions to me. Are you real tired after that? Like, are you soft? And I'm like, no, yeah. it's not my energy. So okay. I'm just a channel. So Reiki practitioners are just channels of the energy that you need. 
So you are not taking my energy. I'm not taking on your energy. Mm. I am just a channel and you are receiving exactly what you need to. So I would never be tired after the Reiki session. You could be. Okay. So would you have to protect your energy though before you... Yeah, so yeah, so like your energy kind of is protected anyways, but I would always um twice a day anyways, I like protect my energy in the morning and nighttime just because like we are energy beings and like if I'm walking with people or even like even when you walk by somebody in like the shopping um in shop like a shopping center, like you can actually if you're not yeah. protected, you you can actually take on someone's energy mm-hmm. without even realizing it. And especially like if you're an empath, you could take on someone's um, feelings. Like you know, sometimes I'm not an empath, so like I'm okay with that. Yeah. So you probably feel yeah, that. and I've got a human design reading actually before my sacral chakra is wide open, so yeah, I so take on absolutely everyone's energy. And then sometimes I don't know if someone's angry or upset. I don't know if it's their energy or my energy you don't know how you know, to discern kind of between yeah. yeah so I have to do a lot of yeah meditation to restore that balance and do you um, call on Archangel Michael to protect no, yourself no I don't actually you should do that so in the morning um, when you get up just call on Archangel Michael three times ask him to um, place you in his um, blue shield of protection okay. and to protect your energy and aura as you go through the day. So I would do that in the morning and just before you go to bed. And then in the daytime, like if you feel you're after coming across anyone that like is quite draining, just do it again. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah, because we never really think that we are energy beings, even though there's energy in absolutely everything like, yeah. you know, but it is science. Yeah, now we just think that we're these physical beings, but there's so much more to life than what we are aware of. Yeah. Okay. So you went and did your Reiki Masters then? So it was your level one? So me Reiki level one first, yeah. And as I said, I was just going in to do it um, for myself. And um, so, yeah, I went in to do it and it was like the weekend after um, Electric Picnic. So like you can imagine what I was like. <laughs> I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. Um, so with Reiki, when you go and have like do Reiki training, so one, two or three, you get attuned to the Reiki energy. So remember that the woman was going around and like you kind of had to keep her eyes closed and meditate while she was attuning you to the energy. And she was like blowing in my face and all and like Stop. blowing all over <laughs> my body. I was like, what am I even doing? After EP as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah, it was a bad time. But um, yeah, so from my Reiki level one, then I kind of... Um, I wouldn't even say I started to notice things, but when I think about it, it was signs of what like was to come. Um, so after my Reiki level one, I'd be real into angels anyways. So I'd see like angel numbers. Before, yeah, before yeah, yeah, before, yeah. yeah. Just I since like I was a teenager through my auntie and stuff like that. Mm. Um, so like I'd see angel numbers and I'd see feathers and stuff like that. So after my Reiki level one, I'd be in my old business in the salon and I'd just feel like tingles, just random tingles on the top of my head. And I'd just be like, oh, that's just the angels. But not thinking anything of it. Mm. And then, like, as I said, when I was meditating, I'd feel the energy. Um, And then, so that was September 2019. And then last April of 2020, my auntie died um, just all of a sudden. She was young and she... um, she was laid out in my house. But after she was like, after she was buried, I could feel her in the house. Like she was angry and stuff like that. Angry because obviously she had just like passed away. There was nothing wrong with her. 
And for two weeks, I could feel her in my room. But I wasn't thinking anything of this. I was just like, oh, like, but then I had to, it was like, right, you need to, you need to go. I'm sorry, you're, you're you, were, you, were you trying to ignore the energy? Like, were you? I just knew I was like, I see, I don't see, like what I have is um, one of my gifts is clear sentience, which is sensing, yeah. um, clear cognience, which which is just a noun. And at the time, I, I didn't have my clear audience. Um, so I just knew I was her. And I was like, like, oh my God, no. Were you not freaked is, out? Yeah, I was. Yeah. I was because like where she was standing was in my corner. And I was So like, you could actually feel her. I could just feel her. Yeah, I could place. feel her and I could feel her energy. And I was like, right, if she doesn't go, I'm going to have to. So I think after two weeks, I was just like, right, like you have to go now. Like you can't be here. You're frightening me. Um, So then I done my Reiki level two in July of last year. Did and she leave? She did leave. <laughs> she, she did leave. <laughs> she didn't. Uh, she, no, she didn't stay. No, no. Um, so, yeah, I suppose then I done my Reiki level two in July of um, last year. And that's when that's when it all started to kind of like happen. So I'd say it was. Yeah, so I, I do me level two and then as I said, I go and get Reiki done, still go to the same girl, Kelly, and yeah. she was doing Reiki on me after I got attuned to the Reiki level two. And she was like, um, after the fourth session after me attunement, she was like, um, Archangel Gabriel there is there and Archangel Michael is um there and I was like, Okay, and she's like, Archangel Gabriel is the Archangel of message messages. So he's saying you are going to receive messages for people. And then Archangel Michael is there and he is saying that you are gonna have to communicate these messages to people. And I was like, Okay. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Um, Would you have been a bit sceptical about it? Like, no, or? not sceptical, but... You definitely uh, believed it was there. Oh, 100%. I went to mediums and all when I was mm. younger. It was just not for me because in my what I knew was that people have it from when they're children. Yeah. So I would never think it'd come on it to It would me. just develop. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, okay. But then I remember doing like kind of one of my first Reiki um, sessions on my friend. And like this message, I can't remember what was coming through, but it was like this thing kept repeating and repeating over my head. But it was like they were saying, right, tell her this and this is confirmation for her and for you. So I was like, okay. So I just told her, I was just like, this is what I, I keeps coming into my head, but it's confirmation for you and me. So if it does happen, you let me know. And she looked at her phone and whatever I said came up. And like, I was like, oh, that's so, so strange. And then she had went home that day and oh, I think the next day and she was cleaning something out of her wardrobe and she found another thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so just as it, like uh, as I was doing Reiki, things are coming through. But I didn't realise that I was like a medium. Mm. I just thought this kind of... It was normal, normal. for Reiki. Yeah, because yeah. Um, the girl that I go to, as I said, she's a medium and she's kind of like the one I've been going to for years. You know so you I mean? thought this was just how Reiki is? Yeah, I just thought this ha- was ha- Reiki for everyone. Um, And then I suppose it was kind of later on in the year that I kind of started to be like, right, I, t- I think something is happening here. And then over Christmas, I don't know how I even found this, but I found a psychic development um, circle on Eventbrite. Hmm. So booked onto it. It was the end of January. And when I went on, it was an American girl. So like, don't ask me how I um, found this. Well, I suppose it probably just found me. (laughs) And I went on to the development circle and there was like the um, 
the coach and then myself and another person. So we were, she was like showing us how to do a read and how to connect to someone's energy. So this was me connecting to someone's energy without doing Reiki for the first time, do you know, because any time I'd receive anything, it'd be true Reiki. Mm-hmm. So when I... Um, when I connected to her, I was able to sense like her stepfather was there, I was able to get his name and like some information. So that was grand. And the the girl who was teaching it, like I liked her energy. So I was just asking her loads of things about or like, what do you do? And like, do you have Instagram? Do you have a website and stuff like that? And was this like, was this, were you blo- a bit blown away by what you got from that? or Or did you feel... Yeah, I was a bit... Or was it normal for you? Like No, like I was a bit blown away because as I said, it was all the messages that I was receiving was coming through Reiki. So like I I didn't think that I'd be able to do anything without like like doing a Reiki treatment. Um, But I just, I went on to it to kind of just, you know, see. Um, Because I'd be into all that anyways. I find it all fascinating. Oh yeah, so do I. Yeah. Um, so when we got off the call anyways I think a few weeks after I remember just like lying in my bed and um, it was like all these images I could feel like I could feel someone around me and I started seeing images and I was like who like what's going on who was this and I was getting that it was this man like that I the girl who I was on the call with it was the horse stepdad coming to me and he was showing me these images like of um, a woman being stopped by a um it was like this woman was driving away and in the mirror I could see like a policeman and the woman was really scared. But I kept getting was this man and like that I should pass this message on to the girl. And I was like, I'm not passing anything on. I'm going off She's the head. Think I'm mad. I was like, I'm, I was like, I'm like... mad. Never <laughs> <laughs> like behind what she thought. I was like literally like, oh my God, I'm going mad. <laughs> like I'm going off the head. What is going on? But I, I, I took down the notes anyways in my phone and I was like, Right, well, like, we'll see if I, like, if anything comes up, like, a synchronicity or anything, I'll, I'll text her. And then the next morning, the next day, I was just walking around my house and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to text her because, like, she's in America, she doesn't know me. Like, she's not going to tell anyone I'm a weirdo anyways, because she doesn't know anyone I know. Yeah. So I emailed her and I had explained everything and she, she emailed me back and said, um, oh my God, that is mental. She said that she was thinking about him loads the night before because his brother had gone in for the same heart surgery that had killed her stepdad. Um, and that the image that I saw, what he was shown was um, there was a time when him and his wife got pulled over by the police and for no reason. And they were like just terrified. Um, so... Then for some reason, I, f- I got these like mediumship cards because like, I didn't really know how to do readings at the time, but I got these mediumship cards and um, I was like, I'm just going to, I felt the need to just pull like two or three of them. And then I um, screenshot them and sent them over to the girl and she was like, oh my God, thank you so much. My mom is here with me at the moment and you've helped her heal um, after like since the passing of my stepdad's um, death. And I was like, Oh my God, that's that that made me light up on the inside to help another person heal after someone dying that they love so much. Yeah, so there was that was when you knew there was something there. That was when I sure. knew, yeah. So I went on to the girl who held the psychic development. I went on to her website and I seen that she offered um, a three-month program to help you develop your mediumship abilities. So I signed up for that and it was starting... 
started in April of this year and when I signed up I was like oh, I'm just being nosy I just kind of want to know how to do it I'm never going to give a reading around but I just want to know how to do it um, so I remember the first one um, that I done I was like literally petrified <laughs> I was so nervous because she sends you recordings of like you know so you can learn yeah. and have a look back and when I looked back I was like literally rattling even my body like everything I was just like so so petrified and are you ever scared like were you ever scared in the beginning of like the spirits no what? like people's like her stepdad no, just no. Just coming to you when you're lying there in your no, bed. Um, no, I wasn't because it'd be, I know that if I do get afraid just to call on Archangel Michael and mm. he's going to, he's going to protect me. Do you know what I mean? And I have so many people around me that will protect me um, because I, I, I do, like even before I was a medium, I know that like the our loved ones aren't fully gone. I could, I can't explain how I knew then. I just knew they, they never left us. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I wasn't I wasn't scared. Like I'd be in bed now at times because I didn't really know how to close down and I'd be worried because I just constantly sense the energy and I'd be like, oh, leave me alone. I just want to yeah. go asleep. But I didn't know how to fully close down then. So I wasn't sleeping for like... You're like the little boy in the sixth sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like him. Um, so obviously when I started doing the um, coaching me or she told me exactly what to do. And as the weeks went on, I got more and more confident. But I remember in the fourth one, um, the fourth session that we done, she was like, right, you have an affirmation to say to yourself, I'm a psychic medium. I was like, I can't say that. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> first of all, I'm not a psychic medium. And second of all, like, no, that's so weird. I can't. You were committing not, to it then. If yeah, you yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, I was like, I can't say that. It just felt really wrong to me. Um, then, so... Obviously, I was practicing in the mirror, but I wasn't saying out loud. Like, I couldn't even say it out loud. I was just, like, saying it in my head, like, looking at myself in the mirror. Um, and as the weeks went on, it was getting easier um, for me to do it. And then I in June, at some point, there was a lot going on, like, in my family and stuff like that. And I remember being, like, distraught. And I was like, I'm going to have to cancel this session tonight. I can't. Like, I was just, like, sobbing uncontrollably for the day. And then I went on to the session anyways and like was the best we- reading that I, I gave like within the the time that I was with her. And I was like, well, if I can do this when I'm really, really distraught, there's obviously some reason that I have, like, do you know, I have to do it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I finished with our up like it was 12 weeks. It was three months and. I felt really, really confident Um. after the three months with her. So then I. I remember, I think it was like a day or two after I finished, I was like, I wanted to continue to practice um, for a while because I definitely knew at this stage I, I do want to do um, readings because like the whole point of readings is not, is for a person to know that their loved ones never leave them mm-hmm. and that they're constantly with you and they're supporting you and guiding, with, guiding you. They never actually leave you. So as I said, everything is energy. So we as um, human beings are still energy. We just have this physical body. So when we die, um, energy never dies, it only transforms. So like a human being like doesn't actually die. It's only your physical vessel that dies, um, but like your soul still lives on. Um, So that's the whole point of uh, mediumship is for the sitter to know that their loved ones are still with them um, and still guiding them and can actually help them more from the other side than they can here. 
Um, so I just knew that this, that's another healing technique. Um, so I knew it was like, it was hand in hand in what I loved to do because I like love Reiki. I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. Like I, I love it. It lights me soul up. Um, just knowing that I can help someone because of how much it helped me. And that's um, amazing that you discovered that thing that yeah. you literally, what makes you burn. Like yeah. That's, that's what. Because I actually didn't mention when I done my level two, as I said, from the start, it was never, ever going to be like, um, oh, I'm going to do this as a treatment. Mm. Um, It was still for me. But on the first day of my level two, my Reiki master, Liz, was like, oh, no, you're all going to do it as a treatment. And I'm no, I'm not. And then the next day it was brushing me here. And as I said, I'm mad into angel numbers. And you know the way your old hair falls out? Mm. Well, it was on the ground in like angel numbers. I can't remember the exact number, but I think it was like 369 or 396. I can't remember. But I looked it up and I said, you're going to start a spiritual based practice in alignment with your soul purpose. And I was like, okay, maybe. But it's mad that you even noticed that it was a number in the first yes. place. Yeah, because you wouldn't have really thought no, about it otherwise, unless you were. Yeah, I was like at that stage. It, like. Yeah, I was like obsessed with angel numbers. I was looking for them everywhere. I just thought it was like crazy how they actually connect with you, and like it's just it was mad. But then with Reiki, like from then, like if I learned something new, I always doubt myself. I always do like, oh God, am I doing it right? Like I don't we have all enough. Do, for, yeah. though, don't we? Like I think everybody in business has that yeah, imposter like, syndrome. Like definitely. Um, but when it comes to Reiki, I put my hands on someone and I don't second guess what I'm doing. So yeah. I could be jumping up down splits in the air and I just like right <laughs> reason I'm doing this it's just a part of their healing so I'm just going with it because like it's as I said it's not me it's I'm just channeling the universal energy and it's my guides and their guides telling me what to do so I'm not on my own mm -hmm. if that makes sense um so yeah getting back to the mediumship it, it's another form of healing for someone because not everyone is into Reiki mm -hmm. um and then, so yeah, after I finished with her, I was like, right, I'm going to, I will do the mediumship readings, but I'd still like to do a couple of um, practice readings. So I I was like, I'll offer free readings. And I went onto Instagram that day and I said confidently, I am a psychic medium. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> that's <laughs> mental. Like, oh, I found that helped me confidence lots. Now I'm still trying, like I'm still doing my best to build on my confidence. Yeah. Um, but it helped my confidence so so, so much. Um, and yeah, so I, I done like a, um, free readings for I think about two months. And then, yeah, I offer um, paid readings now. But it's it's like, I'm just so happy with what I do. Um, and when did, so you were, when you had Mudita, when did you start to let that business go and move to Skin Spirit? Was it when you started your Reiki, when you began to offer the Reiki treatment? So I left Medita, I went out on my own and it was just called Dominique's Beauty Room. Yeah. And then I only changed the skin spirit this year. Hmm. So, oh God, I think it was like maybe May or something. No, I had t thought about it at the start of the year, but I wasn't ready just with lockdown and stuff like that. I was, I was still trying to transition. Yeah. I was still trying to bring Reiki in and then we were closed for like months. Yeah. So it was... I that must still, have been really hard. Yeah, it it was. Um, but I got time to do a lot of inner work. Mm. Um, yeah, I suppose like um, lockdown for me, it made me go within because like I had um, what else could I do? Um, it made me really look at myself. Um, because I think like 
um, people want to see change in their life um, and we all want change and I found even me like I wanted change for years but I wasn't actually willing to to change myself um, and I only realised this year like if you, if you want to change you have to look at yourself like you're in our world reflect your outer world so yeah over this last year I have like went really really deep in on myself using like Reiki using mediumship um, like connecting to myself like connecting to me higher self to me soul to see like who I am what I want to do to accept myself like uh, I had no confidence um, before I was like a really, really quiet person. Now I can be quiet still now. Like I'm never going to be that outgoing person. It's just in your nature. Yeah. yeah it's just to be a bit me- more introverted. Yeah. But like when it comes to like my job, like if you come to me and have any treatment done, you'd probably be like, you know, you're real chatty. But it's, it's I feel comfortable in that environment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just made me look at myself and like instead of blaming other people for like situations in my life, it was actually me like I I had to like see how I felt about myself and like that was actually reflecting onto other things like me business like um relationships and um yeah so I'm I'm still working on all that but like um I have these healing tilts and it's just I feel like a different person this year mm-hmm. like it's near the end of the year and I was I was different to like even six months ago I'm totally different and my business now have changed so I decided a couple probably about two weeks ago that from Christmas I'm gonna give up beauty treatments wow yeah so I'm committing yeah <laughs> yeah so you are now a Reiki healer and a psychic medium yeah <laughs> I am yeah so I'm I'm just going to be offering um offering Reiki and mediumship readings and then skin I like doing skin and um, but all of the other beauty treatments are going to be gone because I don't enjoy it anymore and I don't think it's fair on me um to be doing things I no longer want to do but then as a client coming in you, you want to um the person who is um serving you to be in love to, with what you yeah, do exactly, yeah exactly to love can, what, working on your skin rather than them putting doing a facial and being like I hate this shit <laughs> yeah because you can really um you can really sense when somebody's not happy with what they're doing and yeah. like I did I w- didn't want to get to the stage where I was like oh God, like I hate doing this. And then somebody sensing me energy, whether you realise or not, you can actually sense somebody's like vibe. Oh yeah. 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 Well, being an empath, I do anyway. Like, yeah, I get that from someone from the get go, like as soon as I meet them. Yeah. You know, if you're, I, yeah. I know whether or not I'm going to like them. Yeah. I know that sounds really judgmental, but I usually know from someone's energy whether or not they're a good person, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it's not that you're being judgy. It's just like you're more aware of energy. Like we all have different frequencies. We all vibrate at different uh, frequencies. So like you either, um, your frequencies are either similar or they're not. That's yeah. what it is, yeah. Mm. And talking about like, it's sort of a, a different way of life or letting go of the things that didn't serve you. I loved a post that you put up recently on you were talking about going out and drinking and stuff like that and how you don't really enjoy to do that kind of thing anymore. And that's something that I really resonate with as well. And I was saying that to Dan just before he came in. It's something that, I don't know, I just don't like how drink makes me feel anymore. So I don't really find myself in social situations attracted to drinking and, you know, I don't need it to to have fun or to make me feel good in a social situation anymore so I just tend to leave it yeah. talk to me a little bit about that you you went out on a night out and you said you stayed for 40 minutes or yeah something like <laughs> so a few months ago 
uh, no, do you know what happened? At the start of the year, I was very like, I want to give this year like a good chance. Do you know what I mean? Like in 2022, even before the pandemic, I wasn't really like, oh, it's 2020. Like I need to give this year like it's a new decade. I wasn't really like in that frame of mind where it was this year. But I was like, I really want to like, like give this year a chance. Like I want to give it me all. And I, I think like at Christmas time, I was like, I'd love to not drink for at least a year and see how well it affects me business. Um, but I didn't like that's not when I started. Um, no, I wouldn't have been a big drinker. I probably drank about four times during lockdown. Yeah, I was the same. I suppose it wasn't a massive. Yeah, it just um, it didn't suit me anymore. And then in May, I think the final night was I went out with my friends and I wasn't drunk, but like because of what I do now, like and I'm more like sensitive to energy and more aware. It's like I'm not drunk, but I'm kind of half out my body. I know that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I know that does not make sense. But that's... <laughs> but it kind of is how being drunk makes, makes you feel. Because yeah. you're out of control. Yeah. It was... I was like, I don't like this. And then the following week, I went for dinner with my mat and cousin. I just had one drink. And again, I felt like that. And I was exhausted for a week. And I was like, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm never going to say I never drink again because I don't know. But yeah, I just... Um, I went out... I think it was two weeks ago. I went to a party. And I was like... Oh my God, this, I got me hair and makeup done. I was like, lovely, I'm going to go out for a dance. Like, um, and I was like, I think I went to half seven and by quarter to nine, I was like, I, I need to go. And I didn't even feel like, oh Jesus, I should stay for a while. Because I went out the first night I had out not drinking was in July with my friends and I kind of forced myself to stay. And when I left, I started crying because I was like, why do I have to be different again? Like, this is another reason for me to be different throughout my life. Cause you felt uncomfortable yeah, like being friends, a different person and you couldn't kind of accept that maybe you didn't like drinking or it just wasn't you or um, it was, it like, was like a more of a fitting in thing yeah it was more of a fitting in thing so like I have always found myself different like just even as a child in school and stuff like that and then obviously now I am a medium so that's that's different <laughs> to most people that's a little bit different yeah that is um, <laughs> different um, and then I'm not drinking so that's another thing to be different so when I first went out now my friends are really supportive they're very inclusive of me so it wasn't them it was me myself and not allowing myself to accept yeah accept yeah. myself so I left them and I was like why do I have to be different again I remember sobbing and thinking oh my god like can I not just drink can I not just do this and do that um, it's mad saying it out loud isn't it yeah it's so can I not just drink, drink? yeah <laughs> I think because we have this culture as well of you go out and that's what you do. Yeah, because like there's something wrong with you. And I remember that night um, I ha- I drink like mocktails. So this um, fella asked me, he was like, what are you drinking? And I was like, oh, it's just a mocktail. And he was like, what's wrong with you? Do you have to go home to your fella? Was your fella not allowing you to drink? And I was like, I don't even have a fella. I just <laughs> chose not to drink. And that really got to me. Um, but yeah, it's like there's something wrong with you if you don't drink. Mm. Like, um, But then I went out like, two weeks ago um, when I left I was like oh yeah lovely I'm delighted I got home to get into my jammies and uh, get a chipper and I swear to god it was like heaven yeah but then I went out on Friday for my friend's hence I didn't drink but I had an absolute ball because like the music was amazing and that's all I wanted to do was mm. just go for a dance and like that you don't need to drink to um to go out and have fun like again I'm not the most outgoing person but I like dancing so like if there's a bit of music on like good music I'll go out and I'll um, dance for as long as I can yeah I'm the same and I think in a way like I would have been quite I would have been a very shy child and then 
I'd say, you know, adulthood brings a bit out in you because you have yeah. to go out into the workplace and all that kind of thing. But I probably drank more in social situations to bring myself out of myself yeah. rather than anything else. Yeah, I I would have been exactly the same because you're not comfortable in your own skin. Mm. And it's like you, you don't want to be this quiet, like shy person. You want to be like outgoing. You want to talk to people like, but then you're like, I found that I was doing that for years, like drinking, partying. And it was like, because I didn't want to sit with myself because I couldn't accept myself for who I was. Um, yeah. So this year I'm doing, I'm learning to accept myself more. And like doing what's best for me and not what um, other people think is best for me. Not, I don't mean like that, but what the world thinks that you should do or like you're doing things because it's like socially acceptable. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's that's one thing with with alcohol with me. Like, like I said, I used to use it like that as just a, it was more of an awkward thing or something. So yeah. it wouldn't be awkward in the social situation. Like I was just drinking to... I don't know. Yeah, I suppose to fit in as well. Yeah. Um. Like, don't get me wrong. I've had some great nights out, some great crack with drink as well. Of but, course. <laughs> like, but then, I don't know, it just doesn't serve me anymore. No, definitely not. And I think as a business owner, don't you have to have your head like oh, in yeah. the game. So I like... You I'm can't sh- be dying on a Sunday. No, definitely like, not. Or like the following Friday. No. <laughs> you're only coming around and you're like, oh, I had these hundred things to do. And then your business isn't actually getting where you would like it to be. Mm. And then you're being so hard on yourself. And it's just like a vicious cycle. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, That's, it is. Yeah. It is. Um, bring me back to Reiki again. Because I just want to talk about a little bit about energy and about the healing side of things. Okay. Um, because I know a lot of people, like my mom's a Reiki practitioner as well, but I know a lot of people can be so skeptical around or what it is and how it can heal you and how you're just transferring energy to somebody from your hands. Like you're not touching them, you're just hovering over. Yeah, you can either touch or hover, but okay. it, do, it, it doesn't um it doesn't matter um what you do, they're still receiving it. So when you um go on your Reiki training, you are getting attuned. So you have your Reiki master and she attunes you to the higher level of um Reiki. Like so she's putting symbols in into your like your crown chakra, your third eye into the palm of your hands. And that is opening you up to the Reiki energy. Now, mm. we actually, every single person is a natural healer. Like we have um, 10% of Reiki already in us. Um, so when you go on Reiki training, um, you are just being attuned to a higher level. That so you, you're just opening that up. You're just opening, opening it up. So um, like I'm actually doing my Reiki master's training now. I started on Saturday and we were talking like as I said it's 10% is already in us so what like when you're you have um, Noah so if Noah falls what what do you instantly do when he falls like if he has a cut oh like pick him up or yeah or like don't you put your hand on the cut oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so that's you're naturally going to like going to like heal that's so primal isn't it yeah it's it's naturally um, it's naturally in us so it's just like I know people are sceptical of it and thinking like Oh, that that's not going to work. Um, well, I say, um, why don't you have a treatment done? Why don't you go and have Reiki, um, Reiki done and try it? Um, but as I said, everything is made up of energy, mm. and um, so when you like skeptical or not, it, it works. Like, um, so if you are more logical, logical minded, then then read into quantum physics, like read up how like energy affects us, how we can change energy. Like, so for instance, like 
um, energy can be now I'm like dumbing this down like from um, yeah but quantum. it's good it is good to do that because I think people that listen will be like oh yeah right okay yeah so like, like no, you see dead people yeah <laughs> yeah so so I don't um, so I'll, I'll dumb it down like I'm not a scientist so I'm going to try and dumb it yeah. down and explain it as much as, as easy as I can so everything is energy and energy transforms into matter. So we are like physical things is matter. Um, so for instance, um, like even our thoughts can be transferred, like th- a thought is energy and it can be transformed into matter. So like your talk can be transformed into something physical. So for instance, the house that you wanted, um, that was a thought in your mind at one stage, but you transformed it into reality. It's the same with like a baby and stuff like that. Do you know, like you think you want a baby. Yeah. Well, you do want a baby. Not, no, you not, think, not, 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 not anymore. Right. <laughs> no, babies. Right. <laughs> well, someone out there might be have the thought of, um, <laughs> of having a baby and like thought is like thought is energy. Yeah. And then obviously nine months later, it can it can come out and matter like in something physical. So, yeah. So like it's just um, even with the likes of like stress and stuff like that that is energy that can be um, transformed into something physical. So, you know, like stress can come out into like a, a physical illness. Um, so when we are doing Reiki, um, if you have like one of your chakras is imbalanced, um, the whole aim of it is to make sure that like the energy is running smoothly through it so that it, um, it's not going to cause it to turn into something physical or mm. to s- turn it into like a really um, an illness that can cause much I suppose much harm to you yeah if that yeah. makes sense no, it it's, it's hard to it's, it's hard to explain you've done a really good job of it though because like we were saying before even like the likes of manifesting and you're talking about thoughts and stuff there and people think that you're a mad thing when you're like, I'm just going to manifest this into my life. And it's not magic. It's just a thought that you're putting in your mind. Like we were saying, Muhammad Ali used yeah. to actually, he used to predict his his yeah. the, his fights, like his victories. But not only to like, oh, I'm going to win this fight. He actually did it to the actual round that he was going to knock the person out. Yeah, so it's specific. That's specific manifesting. So like the more specific you are, um, the more information you're given to the universe so they can give you what you want. Now, I know there's different, now I'm like, there's different types of manifesting, like some, I down to the human design. Um, yeah. Do you know what we were talking about mm. earlier? So I, there's different types of manifestors. So that's a specific manifestor. So like down to the round, whereas some people could just like visualize one or two things or just get that feeling and then it, um, it can manifest for them. Um, but like energy is like literally everything, like every single thing on this earth is energy like so like why why not embrace it yeah what do you have to lose essentially like? yeah exactly it just like it's just mad when you when you start to like learn about all these things like how how much it affects our life and how much we can ch- can change it um but yeah yeah you have you really have the power over your own 
destiny. Yeah, I was like mad as that sounds. Like. No, you, you totally do. You're right, Nave. Um, yeah. So like you, you can, you attract what you want. You attract the life that you want. And I know some people are probably like, but I'm in this shit position. I didn't attract it. Well, subconsciously mm. you did. Um, so I say to people like a bit of advice for like anyone that wants to attract something into their life, whether it be a business, a home, a relationship, look at your limiting beliefs because um, you're limiting beliefs, especially when it comes to manifesting. If you have an energy block up and that's what it is, it's an energy block relating to like, say, for instance, a relationship um, that you don't deserve it. Like subconsciously, you might not even be aware of it, but you um, subconsciously might believe that you are not deserving of a relationship for whatever happened in childhood. It, it usually is. Yeah. Um, then you are going to attract people that you feel um, you don't deserve or like they, they tell you that you don't deserve them. Um, so again, with business, I would say like, look, if you're thinking of um, starting a business, look at your limiting beliefs, like do your, do your inner work mm-hmm. um, and find out what your beliefs are around money, about worthiness. And then that will help you because um, I only like, as I said, this year was like um, a year for me to look, um, go really, really deep inside. And that's when I start looking at me limiting beliefs. That's when I start looking at myself and was like, oh, maybe it's not everyone else. Maybe it is me. And I looked at like me money beliefs, yeah. me beliefs around worthiness um, and like, well, I'm like three years working for myself. <laughs> Probably should have done it a couple of yeah. years ago. <laughs> but anyways, better late than never. Yeah, but you don't realise that like when when you start off as well. No, you definitely don't. And especially like as I wouldn't have known any of this, what, what I know now. And yeah, if I had known then what I what I know now, like, but it's all a learning process, isn't it? Like, you have to go through what you go through yeah. to get to get you to your destination. Yeah, sometimes you have to have the bad patterns or the bad things in your life to grow and to learn from them. Oh yeah, you definitely like, do. or else, you know, it would be too easy, wouldn't it? Way too easy, <laughs> and you wouldn't appreciate like how far you're after coming. No, no, yeah. you wouldn't. No. Well, thanks so much for that, Dominique. That was absolutely mind blowing. And I hope that anyone who was skeptical about like your, you know, energy even or anything like that has has got a lot from it because that was really, really good. Ah, thanks, Niamh. Thanks for having us. Thanks so much. (laughs) Thanks for listening to episode four. I really hope you enjoyed this one. If you did, don't forget to share it on social media by tagging at Dying for Life podcast. And you can find Dominica at skin underscore spirit underscore by Dominica on Instagram. And finally, this podcast is produced by Primal Productions. You can find their details at primal.ie. That's P-R-Y-M-A-L and at Primal Pro on Instagram. Oh, 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 oh